Welcome everybody. What up y'all? Welcome to another episode of Sacred Life. I am Dee. And I'm Mocha. And today we are going to be talking about... <sighs> did you heal yourself or did you force yourself to forget? And we are inviting you to join our conversation, okay? Yes, okay. something we... Found ourselves talking about over brunch. Yeah, a while ago, and we was it like, "It wasn't hmm. a while ago. It was last week. Monday. It was on oh, the 18th on um, MLK Day." Yeah, why do I feel like that was so long ago? It really wasn't. It was. It was this Monday. Monday. <laughs> why did this feel long? Oh, it was this Monday. This yes. has been a tough week, though. Yes, it so really has it, been. yeah. So um, yeah, so we were just you know having our little brunch, and then you know the topic just kind of like sneaked his way into our conversation mm -hmm. um and we was like you know what why don't we just you know come on here and just invite you guys to join this conversation with us and just kind of share mm -hmm. our thought about it so are you healing or are you forcing yourself to forget aka suppressor so i think in our profession we see a lot of adults suppress a lot of their trauma and um, project that energy onto the adolescent, right? And so it got us thinking about our, you know, childhood and our families and our culture. culture. And mm -hmm. so um, specifically in like relationships, friendships, um, intimate relationships, mm -hmm. friendships, and yeah. then also with family, right? And so first, let's say, let's talk about uh, family. Yeah, we can talk about family. Yeah, family. let's talk about family. Family. Yes. Um, and so... I think in the black community, um, it is very much, I guess, a norm to see our parents have some form of childhood trauma, right? Mm -hmm. And they think that they're over it, but yet, no. And I only say that because I feel like in in my experience, I've seen some family members go through some things and see how um, they just, the communication with their kids just be off. Like it, and then I think, I actually recently just had a conversation with my grandma, with my great grandma mm -hmm. <laughs> about a family member. And I learned something new that I never knew about. Mm -hmm. Never knew about, right? And I was like, damn, I'm like, that's why that, that's why I, this person act like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would have never thought that her parents treated her that way. Oh, I think I remember that. Yes, yeah. and as an adult, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like, she don't know how to communicate with people. She like, and for years, she's always been that family member who's been like the outsider. Like, she don't come around. Um, whenever we have family events, like she was never there. Like as I got older, I seen her less and less and less. Mm. And now that she's back around, I'm able to like firsthand get like I'm not at home so I don't get to see it but I get to hear it and I get to firsthand hear about some of the things that I feel like she has to relive mm -hmm. um as an adult uh, from her childhood and so she's she's arguing with everybody um she um she works a lot just to get away mm -hmm. from the from you know what I mean mm -hmm. the, she's reliving the whole like childhood mm -hmm. experience all over again and so, um, and the more I hear about it, the more I feel like this is why she went into the, the profession that she went to, mm -hmm. and this is why she don't come around. Um, and I also see how 
her parents like treat her and it just made me think again like if my great-grandmother is telling me this is how like what happened to her i wonder what happened to her parents mm -hmm. it's just like a revolving door mm -hmm. So do you think that that family member has healed or did you just No, I think no. And the thing is, they're not even open to the idea of getting getting any help because they don't see nothing wrong, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, I'm fine. Like, it's everything's fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but when I see her, I would never think half the time, like... This is what's going this on. This is what's going on because she just does such a great job with kind of like. I won't say you know, great job, but it's like, like it's, a little, it's a little balance. A balance. I mean, granted, we all go through to, stuff, and so we all yeah. have those moments mm -hmm. where you be like, "Damn, girl, you good?" You feel mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. But it's like it's a good balance of like, okay, yeah, she 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 straight or whatever. But it just it just goes to say like I don't know, I don't know, I don't I don't have any words right now. Yeah, I I mean I think that with the family pieces you know really huge because that's like a generational thing um that if you're not really self-aware that you know if you try i guess what i'm trying to say if you try to ignore it like it's literally going to continue um and obviously i think the good thing about today's society and like in our age group is that we are becoming more aware of these type of things that happen these type of trauma that we need to um talk about it um or at least find a way to live and cope with it mm -hmm. um like from my perspective like type of i guess trauma or stress stuff that we try to avoid um it's kind of like a balance of you know these it's even hard for me to even say those type of trauma that you know come about but i know that for sure that um, certain type of people like in my culture there's these family secret you know and we like with us like those type of trauma or things that happen is like oh it's a family secret you know it stays in the family mm. you don't go out there to go say so it's like okay I'm this is happening I'm just going to either you know just focus on a career pick something to distract me from it mm -hmm. And sometimes you see yourself being like so observed into like work, career, and just like, you know, you move away, you start your own life. Hey, I forgot. I'm suppressing it. I'm forgetting about it. It never happened. I'm just, well, it, did happen, it did but happen, but yeah. you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep pushing forward because what well, I'm resilient, it makes me stronger. Or let's talk about this. Um, in our culture too, what about parents who tell their, their kids like when they become adults, get over it? Like it happened, get over it. No apology. <laughs> no, you know what? I was wrong. Oh, you know what I mean? Even a simple agree to disagree. And I'm sorry, there's no agreeing to disagree with any childhood trauma. Um, no, absolutely uh, not. But the fact that we constantly see parents tell their adult children to get over it, like. Even for me now. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Or it wasn't that serious. No, it didn't really happen like that. Or you're just exaggerating. Or, you know, you still turned out fine. You're still okay. Like, first of all, how the hell did you know? How did you know? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But then it's like, they don't know themselves. So they can't even tell when you're fucked up in your head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because they tell you, get over it. Or they even expect you. Because, and the thing is like, because they quote unquote got over it when it was I guess you know when we talk about those generation stuff like it happened to mom 
mom find a way to still live provide for her kids and her kids are in college graduated and stuff or they like see that. or they see you doing wonderful they see you doing good and so they're they're great you know what i mean they're it, it happened but yes they still turned out wonderful and that shit pisses is it pisses me off it's one of the worst thing to really tell someone that it you know it's trying to like has been through trauma you're gonna tell them that oh get over it i think it's harder for me Live like is it as crazy as it sounds because we see it in our culture right but imagine being in a profession that you get to like you get to see it firsthand and then yeah you get this you literally so get like, to and see then it. what happens is that when you see that is like you know depending on the type of situation that is happening in your field in the professional professional um life is like then you get triggered and it's like it's like some type of transference kind of transference happening and you're like and but no you gotta remain professional check yourself you gotta be like mm, we'll get help this is, this is what we're here for you know get your own therapist <laughs> you know but in real life pisses me off yes to sit here so, and know that in my own in my own family or in our culture in general like it like yes we know it happens right but to see it up close up close and even to see even you know happening to not just even like younger people but even sometimes even the adult itself Absolutely. too so maybe you can see a kid in your professional career that you're in like around the mental health piece you can see a kid and then you can see yourself in that child or you can it can be like the adult um feel um mm -hmm. version of it and you can see maybe your mom your auntie your uncle your grandma so it's like you cannot escape mm -hmm. from that and i think there's another thing too where it's like you know being in this career is like it's at least for i can speak for you and i like it's really helping us to be able to you know learn, learn and actually be aware of aware and, yes, and, and just remove some of these generational traditions and curses as it pertains to how to navigate through life yeah like you we want to be better we, we want to heal heal we don't want to be surprised again yes. we've i've done it there's I, certain I things that it. i'm still surprised i'm still in. doing so yep. i'm about to sit here i'm like oh i yep. got it all figured out no, no we don't have to figure out um and you know the goal is to you know be self-conscious take steps actually heal so that you know, our kids, you know, don't have to go through the same thing that we're sitting here talking about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the second thing to type of relationship where you have to, you know, things happen, like trauma happen is that where you try to, you're trying to figure out, am I healing or am I suppressing Present. is let's say, how about friendship? Friendships. Friendships. Mm -hmm. Just family mm -hmm. is just friendship. And I think that um, people always, I think people always forget that, you know, that friendship is just as important. It's just as important it can as hurt the you one that you much. have as family and the one that you have as you know with the intimate partner. Mm -hmm. However, because sometimes friends also do become family. Absolutely. So that even becomes worse when you're friends it hurts with someone just as much. who is like was viewed as a family has been with you for a very long time. Very long time. You know what I mean? And that type of relationship also is important. Where if you're no longer friends with somebody, you really need to make sure that. Whatever it is that caused that relationship to end, you have to deal with it and heal from it rather than just like, because, you know, like, I mean, yeah, in our culture, society, like, oh, I don't need you or whatever, like, you would never find a friend like me, blah, 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 like. So, I had this one girl who I knew, um, and I thought we we had got pretty cool, um, and this goes to say, too, you can't be friends with everybody you work with. You were the exception. 
<laughs> Dorcas was the exception. <laughs> Seriously. But you can't be friends Seriously. with everybody that you work with. And so I thought we were developing some type of friendship, whatever. She shared she shared a lot of stuff about herself. Um this was a few like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um she shared a lot about herself and like her past friendships and stuff like that. And I always say, be mindful when people tell you shit like that because you could be next. You could be next. You have to. And this was my first. This is my first. And, real and experience. I, I'm, I'm gonna interrupt you because I feel like you, the way people treat others, you yeah. really have to. Be, I know sometimes, right? People say like different type of people get different version of me. That is true. Wait. So I'm talking but, about more so that too. But but the, the perspective I'm coming from is when people get hurt like that from other people how guarded they are mm. to make new friends and everything is always on the defense mm -hmm. and everything is always an issue because they can't help but feel like oh this was that last person did to me so she gonna do that too just because a, a small re reminder or remembrance of this past friendship can make a person feel like, oh, you know, she, this, that, and that. I've been guilty of that. Uh-huh. I've been guilty of that, okay. which is like, you know, again, going back to trauma yep. and certain, you know, stressful moments mm -hmm. that put you in that, you know, mm -hmm. that moment was like, okay, now if like I see anything, it triggers me into mm -hmm. like, oh, no gotta flee you know what i mean yep. like i gotta go yep. so from that aspect i do understand why some people will just like and i get it you know like you know what i get it uh-uh you're showing me some sign gotta go i'm not doing this you yes. know what i mean especially in this adult life like, it's like i'm not mm -mm. no i see ones but then at the same time so that's still not a healthy way yeah at least i was i'm not speaking for everybody that's still not 100 percent a healthy way to deal with it because then you're not giving people chances, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people that you meet, you're not giving them chances, you're not giving yourself chances mm -hmm. to develop new relationships. Mm -hmm. And you're bringing like, I guess, you're punishing people for some, punishing someone for a sin that someone else And I was gonna say, I have a bad habit of thinking the worst. Like I think the worst too. I have a bad habit of that. And so I get it, I really do. But I just, I'm at the point in my life where I'm just tired of having to question my character and myself for other people because mm -hmm. of what you've been through with somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the whole point of me saying this is, it's okay to know that you're hurt from somebody else in a past friendship or relationship. However, it's just not okay for you to make the next person who's trying and attempting to be that friend for you feel bad uh, because of you still working through or you you no, still so haven't you, you haven't that's the problem yeah you haven't. yes you haven't worked through the issue that you know caused your previous relationship okay let me be real so, specific then let me say this I'll i mean this. you got you girl you, okay so you be for specific. me okay let me be specific specifically i left the job i started getting deep into my my grad program and deep into uh, my internship right mm -hmm. so naturally what happens there's a shift absolutely there's a shift in my life you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not seeing this person every day. I'm not working with her every day. You know what I mean? And it became like an issue. Like I was all of a sudden just like acting funny or you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm just busier now. I don't have the time that I used to before. And I'll say this too. 
yes, people make time for what they what they want. Absolutely. I feel like and it's not I get it. I get it. But it wasn't that I wasn't going to make time. I just I didn't have that time at the time. Right. So why is it a problem or why are you making me feel bad because I'm not available to you like like I used to be? You know what I mean? And so it just it, it got it got crazy. But that's the thing with that, you know, because I've seen that a lot. Just um, fighting problems for no, for no reason. I've seen that a lot where it's like people make time for the... People make time mm -hmm. for what is important to them. Mm -hmm. I get that piece. And I think that is correct. I think it's very true. But at the same time, too, I think that it's, it's very situational because... If you're younger, like maybe in high school and stuff like that, which we know we ain't got shit to be doing and all of that stuff, okay, I get it. But now, like, if you were, like, as we're an adult right now and multiple people, now, you know, like, people just don't have their regular job. Mm -hmm. They have, like, other things happening. Some, you know, some of friends have kids and stuff like that. So you cannot put someone in a situation to have to choose over maybe they need to sleep you know, to be able to wake up in, um, early to go to work versus let's go to the hookah bar or let's go to the club. I'm making this up. I'm making it up. You know, let's go to the bar or let's go out and go have things. Like, yes, maybe your time, maybe like maybe, okay, what I'm trying to say, for maybe a week, right, mm -hmm. you make time for what's important, right? Monday through Friday, you're making time for work because that's your daily bread, that's your living, you need some sort of income, right? Okay, on the weekends, you have other stuff to do, such as maybe clean your house, go grocery shopping, cook, or whatever. Maybe in a month, you haven't made time, but like the following month is like, you know what? This is my time. Let me dedicate dedicate this weekend to my friend. Shouldn't that be enough, okay? That's what I like to think. Whereas it's like, you have to talk to me every, you have to be available to talk to me every single day, every single week. It does not work like that. Mm -mm. You know, and then if you have that much free time to be worrying about why your friend ain't calling you or why your friend, sis, you need to get, you need to be involved in something. And I'm like, I just feel like, yes, we've all had that shady person that we all experienced that shady ass friend. You know what I mean? Like, I, why the fuck I ever even bother? You know what I mean? But don't make the next person who's trying or you're developing a type of a friendship or something like feel bad or you know what I mean just make them feel like they ain't good to you I guess because of some hurt some hurt from this last girl guy whatever that's perfectly fine but I ain't did shit to you what that's in go heal go go are you deal, healing go or you are suppressing it because at that point I felt like my our our, our friendship was a, a, a suppression of what you know what I mean? And that is not your what responsibility. Was, no. And that shouldn't be anybody else's responsibility. So, you know, you just go have to, you know, just be aware that this is happening or actually, you know, process and accept that, hey, like, I had a, a relationship that I lost and it hurts me or, you know, I wish it hadn't went that way. All of the feelings, acknowledge it and just heal from it so mm -hmm. that you can continue to, like, you know, not punish yourself and have to always be on guard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you are going into a next relationship and now you know i'm coming in and i don't know what the hell happened and now you about to you know dump all that no nah, we don't we don't need that you so know? let's let's talk we, about we don't need that we said we were talking to we was like there has to be a healthier way to. to end a friendship right and so i was like 
why don't people norma normalize like if that person is still suppressing some stuff and really ain't healing typically we like to say you know what she ain't the friend for me She's and, and people get defensive you know what i mean when you say that like no nah, you ain't no good for me which can be very true but just like we just said friendships and relationships are one and the same and there are healthy ways to end relationships just as there should be healthy ways to end friendships and so let's normalize saying i'm not the friend for you we should because if you are able to say you are not the girlfriend for me or you are not the boyfriend it doesn't for me, make the other person which you feel should like, be okay you know, to say oh you know i'm not the right friend for you and that's that shouldn't have to come from the most cockiest no you know place like not at no. all it should maybe i'm not doing it's something a boundary. To, i'm not should, i'm not know, doing something a, to fulfill what you need maybe i don't i don't qualify I don't that's perfectly you fine. know i don't feel the qualification okay. of you know the type of friend and that is okay let, you know y'all for real let us know if y'all agree with this and that is okay i, I am think not that the is right the healthiest for you. way it, it should be we need to be able to have healthy breakup with friends yes i'm it not the friend you, you tell you tell mean? these you tell guys yeah it, not, it ain't you it's me yeah so it's guess just, what it, it ain't, ain't you, you it's me it is me so you know and I, I can say like i don't i'm not i don't qualify to be no. your friend and nope. guess what i should be okay with it yep. and you should be okay with it we just want to create like that healthy be boundaries but that isn't if it having to feel like oh we're not friends no more so we gotta be no, no we don't no i'm giving you all your stuff back no we do not everything it's that like, you didn't <laughs> lay on the table i'm gonna give it back because i can't i don't know how to cope with it because you ain't learned how to cope with it so and I, it's not my responsibility yeah and i feel so like I'm not a lot of yeah and i feel like it definitely like you know friendship outside of family or intimate mm -hmm. really we need to be able to find Healthier a way ways. to yep. you know be able to end it without these animosity or like even people trying to you know put you know two people that are not are no longer friends you know together mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i am not the friend for you i should be able to accept that if you tell me Dorcas, i am not the right friend i'm not the right friend for you <laughs> I, I respect that. <laughs> That's how it should be. You know. Thank you for telling me. I you're very welcome, you. and I wish you. I wish you nothing but the best. From the bottom of my heart, <laughs> all the best. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am not the friend for you. Mm -hmm. Last but not least, make it happen, y'all. <laughs> I am not the. If you see it, you see the red flag. You know, even if you get past the red flag, you just keep on going. You know, because sometimes you might want to give multiple yeah, tries. You, know, you just want to keep trying and stuff like that. But I it's okay to you. just, you know, I am not the friend for you. Yep. And it should be all love, support, and mm -hmm. all of that is. Yep. It should not be complicated, especially in this adult life where there's multiple things happening, and you know, people are going through stuff. You know that they are not. So don't ever feel like you have to, you know, put your needs to the side to fulfill or meet someone's expectation. Yep. We're not doing that. Mm -mm. I am not the friend, right friend for you. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so now, <laughs> last but not least, intimacy, yeah. intimate relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, ex wife. Well, we ain't, we don't know. So we don't know all of that. So, we're going to stick with the boyfriend and the girlfriend. Yes, the girlfriend and the boyfriend. So, hmm. Yes, I think, again, these are all type of, you know, relationship, family, friendship. An intimate relationship. Can I ask you a question? You cannot ask me no question. Why? You can ask me a question. What kind so of question? So, in any relationships that you've had, have you seen any guys suppressing some, I guess, suppressing some things rather than actually healing and dealing with some stuff? I mean, what I can say is that I haven't had a lot of relationships. Okay. 
you know, the only one that actually had meaning mm -hmm. is like the one I had when I was from college mm -hmm. to adult, young adult life. So, yes. Um, that's only, yes, like I have, like, yes, as in like, I haven't, I can't, I don't, I can't speak onto like past really intimate relationship mm -hmm. where they brought some stuff and thing, maybe one prior to the last one that I had, mm -hmm. but that was like so long ago that I don't even know. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Cause I don't, it's kind of like a little blurry, but not going to speak on that mm -hmm. directly. But yes, you have. Seen a lot of suppression rather than healing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ready for that yet, but yes. Stay tuned, y'all. You know, but so, um, one day. One day. How about you? Um, I can't say in any relationships, no, because same for me. I haven't had many serious relationships, and so, no. But what I can say is that I probably came across some friends who've been with people who suppressed, um... A lot of like childhood stuff and brought it into the relationship mm. i recently was just talking to somebody who said that their um a family member of theirs was dealing with somebody um who wasn't raised by their mother but was raised by their aunt yada 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 long story short disrespects women like to the t like that's what we mean when we say suppressing some childhood stuff or you know what i mean mm. or i don't even know if he was had his father you know what i mean that people don't forget we know that has a lot to do with you know childhood trauma and like the disrespect and the the violence and the i ain't against marijuana at all but like the con the having to be under the influence like all the time to even That's communicate true. and deal with somebody it's their way of coping yes mm -hmm. absolutely yep mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so um i haven't experienced it myself with other people but i can't say i have been the suppressor in the relationship mm -hmm. um i avoid i avoid talking about a lot of things or bringing a lot of things to my partner um just based on um out of fear um and not really dealing with some stuff or talking through some stuff with my family and i think um the older i get the more i realize it or whatever and um Oh, how old am I? <laughs> you're always asking this question. I know, right? I mean, forget it. Your um, birthday's on the 6th. You're, you're 26. So, I definitely am a suppressor. Like I said, learning how to heal for some things. But I think I even told you, sometimes it takes me about, if I want to talk to him, and it's a serious conversation. Gotta do the whole role playing, you know. It's like a marathon. You got to prepare for it. It takes me so long to get like, it out. Like have that conversation in the face mirror. Face to face. And all of that kind of like, okay, it this will take, take me sometimes about 25 minutes just to get out what the hell I'm really trying to say. Because it has been embedded so deep into me hmm. that this is not a norm to talk about things. And it might be something out of fear. I'm 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 scared of how he gonna react based on what I've seen before. You know what I mean? And so um early on in our relationship, when he would try to talk to me about stuff, guess what I would do? I would just sit there and look stupid. <laughs> I would just like I wouldn't like, say nothing. Oh, okay. Like 
because like I said, it was all out of like if I if I didn't respond the right way or I didn't know what to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like it just can you just it. thought about every single thing like every, every words every word, word like, every, every moment every outcome of it. you know what i mean Be being very cautious of it for sure um so and i have definitely what no oh okay sorry yeah so i've definitely been a suppressor and not knowing and suppressing doesn't always mean like it's not, it's not doing always like a negative, a negative thing. thing no absolutely you know not. what i mean it depends um, on like the context of all the yes. situation or whatever um but, I mean, I think as you were talking, obviously, I will say, like, I've also suppressed some stuff, which I feel like that's normal. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, like, when it comes to the relationship with family, with, you know, friends. Um, and, like, how you say, like, you're just, you just don't know how, because I'm the type of person where I don't like to put a burden onto a friend mm -hmm. especially those ones that i care about because mm -hmm. i feel like they my problem is my problem and my friends will tell me like sometimes i go through stuff and i don't tell them which they become very upset like since they knew me that's just how i am and mm -hmm. i think again that is coming from things that i haven't healed from you know mm -hmm. what i mean and it's not every time like yes they tell me like we're, you know they tell me we're like sisters i i hear you, I hear you. but it, you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's not really inside here because again there are certain things that i haven't healed from so that's something that i'm going to continue to always work on until i'm completely healed from it so then when even with you it's like even recently like on monday when i did i was like i even got tired of telling you about certain things because <laughs> i feel like oh my goodness you know what i mean and i don't know how many people out there where it's like you just rather solve your own problem problems. than have someone else and you don't want to be like damn you're always having problems mm -hmm. like you know what i mean that is human nature to for people to feel that way and stuff like that and i also know that like you also going through stuff my friends are always also going through stuff so even though they you know they feel like okay no you can't come to me it's just something where i'm like always suppressing it and either i deal with it on my own or i do something to kind of like forget about it that can include shopping going out to eat mm -hmm. or just being mm -hmm. extremely busy soaking myself with work um mm -hmm. but yeah definitely like that that healing piece and that suppressing suppressing is not always because sometimes it's like you know what i don't have the time to actually deal with this right now so let me just you know do something else to, and then come back to it mm -hmm that come back and maybe like in two years can be like maybe the next day you know what i mean a week or two maybe a month a couple months <laughs> i got something right now i've been suppressing for almost a year see so i'm like you know there's, there's no something limit i need to address there's really like no limit to it so it's, like again it's been a year out of fear for sure so it's definitely something that is really it's, it's a road thing where it's like you really have to and sometimes you don't even know that you're suppressing stuff because mm -hmm. it becomes such an a norm mm -hmm. that you don't even know that you're suppressing until like maybe something actually big is still happening so what do you so i think for the whole point of us talking about this is like what what are y'all doing when y'all suppressing if y'all not healing and y'all suppressing what are y'all doing there are like like you said there are healthy ways and unhealthy healthy. ways yeah. to suppress some stuff mm -hmm. um but just be mindful of how that comes out like you're trying to cope with it in a healthier way or suppress it in a healthier way but just be mindful of how that really comes out come when out. it when it really ain't dealt with and coming from a place of healing. I think for us maybe because again, like the point of all of this where we do is we we kinda like rely on each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right term, where 
we what was the word that we said when we were doing dinner like you like we are each other's helper yeah we find someone where we're we're talking to you um we are we are attending sorry i thought i saw something we are um doing like exercise mm -hmm. we're in those moments we're still bringing up topics we're talking about mm -hmm. we're going out to go eat we're shopping i ain't gonna lie <laughs> i know this is you know i get my own little self-care mm -hmm. this includes nails this includes lashes skincare it is a healthy way of coping yes but honestly when i really sit back and think about it i'm suppressing but I mean, of course, but you, the question is, what are things that you're doing? You know, these stuff can look, you know, again, some of these can be like uh, self-care. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, suppressing does not, at least to me, it's not always a negative thing. Mm -hmm. So if you are getting your nails done, if you are exercising to get that, you know, energy out, if you're meditating, you know, to be in tune with yourself that's good but i think that having a plan like okay i know that this is what the problem is or i have this problem but i'm not ready to deal with it yet so i'm just gonna put it right here until maybe next week and then come back to it so as long as i think you have a plan for it but it becomes negative when it's like you're just like not dealing with it at all mm -hmm. and you just like you know, which we see a lot not only in our, our lives but in our profession absolutely and then now it's like we see and then when lot. you when you meet someone or you want to talk to someone, someone wants to help you, is that you're it's so clouded in your mind and you're you know you're vomiting because I can't come to you and talk to you about something without one having to unload everything on mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? There's a way that I need to be able to talk about it because I don't even know if what I'm going to talk to maybe that's something can, that can trigger you. Mm -hmm. So it all depends on like how you're saying it. So yeah i guess that's kind of like the healthy ways that we've been definitely doing it but i think another thing we agree on i already mentioned is a helper which is like you know mm -hmm. that friend um that is willing to listen mm -hmm. to you to understand but not listen to respond mm -hmm. you know because people listen to, to respond you or to tell you what you, what you, you do and do. stuff so one Things thing that like i that. i've recently not recently but you know just a couple of years ago i've learned that whenever like a friend comes to me or someone wants to talk to me about something that they're going through what i the first thing that i ask them is like okay what, what is my right what is my role like do you are you looking for someone to give you advice are you looking for someone to listen don't be the friend you, you know what i mean so like, i think oh but you need to no 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 the, no, the no, thing no. you That's need the to norm. do well i don't say the thing you need to do no. the thing that i do that really works for me is that i ask the person like okay what do you want what is my role in this conversation that we're about to have like what do you what do you need from me you know what mm -hmm. i mean and society people say oh you know you got to tell people how it is and stuff like that i get it but you cannot you know you can't use the same approach with someone who's mentally completely healthy the same approach with someone who you know that is struggling oh lord am i i'm so sorry i'm gonna say this but you my mama has a very habit of doing this she will call me She'll call me, and I know she just needs the vent, right? And she'll call me, and I'm just listening. So you ain't got nothing to say? What do you want me to say right now? Because right now, like, I'm listening Did to you. Did you ask her? But No, because when she called, I let her, she just, like you said, vomit, right? Okay. So I let her just vomit. And then I'm li I'm silent. It ain't like I'm doing anything else. I'm just sitting there listening to her. Because I in our profession, we know sometimes that's just what people need. And so you have to allow them that space and that safe space to just talk. 
and then they get upset because you're not saying anything and it's just like well what do you need from me right now you know i just forget it why is it a forget it because clearly it's not that you need advice it's just you needed a moment am i right or wrong yeah you need a moment and i think in that moment too where you're just being there letting them vent i think maybe validating and you you know this already yeah. validating and just saying something you know actively it. listening remember yeah we have to actively yeah. listen and say something reflective <laughs> so they know that you're listening because i know you i mean come on like uh, if i'm talking to even though i'm not here for advice say something to validate my feelings yeah. you know repeat something back so you know you know how people say oh when i say oh that's crazy that means i have not heard one thing if you tell me that i'm pissed off you know oh that's crazy you're not listening, listening to me yeah. you know so maybe i think maybe that's where your mom is coming from so maybe the next time i'm like okay mom oh, okay mom you know before you go what exactly do you want me to do right like what do you want from me right now yes you know like should i am i here to listen and like you said i do know that because i do it every day <laughs> But you know, sometimes it's different when it's well, family. family. Obviously, that's what they say. You can't therapy your own family because mm -hmm. the feelings is different. You know what I yeah. mean? The perspective is definitely So just different. make sure y'all, when, when people are coming to y'all, um, you can know you're a helper to somebody when it's like they're identifying times throughout the month, um, asking for certain dates to meet up with you. You know what I mean? Saying things like, you know, what I always like, if my friends text yeah, me sure. in a crisis, mm -hmm. is there anything that you need right now? Yeah. Is there anything I can do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Things like that. Um, and then, like, I think also when, and for people who are asking for friends to be help, helpers or family, um, doing small things for them, giving them flowers, you know what I mean? Being thankful of their mm -hmm. time, you know what I mean? If it's a coffee date, paying for the coffee, just yeah. for, you know, them making time for you. Just small little gestures like that. Because I think a, a lot of the issue is, is that when, when you start to be that helper to somebody, it becomes like, what word I want to use? People think, and not to say, if you're the helper, how do I want to say this? That helper can sometimes, depending on the person, feel some type of way about like always coming to the rescue mm -hmm. you know am i right or wrong yeah you're Some definitely people, right yeah. so that's why you have so to just be... doing small things yeah or even yeah. if you feel like you shouldn't have to but it's not that you, it's, it's just a token of appreciation i appreciate it. and i feel like that all also come boils down to like who you're choosing to be a homework because yeah. if you know for sure like you know you're friends with someone and you know for sure that no matter what like even if it's like 3 a.m it was like every single day they're never going to you know, look like, oh, oh my God, again. Mm -hmm. That also should play a role in who, because you have to be careful on who you're choosing to be a helper. Yeah, that's why. And, I like, you definitely also said, too, yeah. just, you know, I think, again, we're all trying to create, like, healthy ways of being able to talk about these trauma mm -hmm. and these stress and things that we're going through. But at the same time, you also want to make sure, because, I'll say it again, everybody got their own shit that is happening to them you know what i mean so even if you know a friend is there for you throughout the whole week you yourself that is going through this stuff you need to take that moment like okay you know like i know we've been talking about me a lot how about you and you mentioned something earlier too like going out for coffee and stuff like that if i come to you and oh if i want to talk to you and you say okay i am you're busy right now you have a lot a lot of things going on i think what I'm, I'm speaking for myself what would be helpful is that okay i don't have the time right now but, but i'm available schedule, can uh -huh. you go here and stuff like that so those type of little things usually do help you know what mm -hmm. i mean because again people are busy and not all the time your friends is going to drop everything 
that you're doing to come mm -hmm. to your rescue i'm sure if it comes to like a life and death yeah definitely don't drop whatever it is that they're doing but like a conversation thinking looking why don't we schedule because believe it or not we're not kids anymore we're literally growing so like there's responsibility so you know we have to schedule certain things mm -hmm. and if that's what the case is then you just need to respect that mm -hmm. and just kind of like do it but definitely finding that helper to talk to an intimate relationship in friendship and in that family, family like you know who you know who is the the most healthiest person in the relationship the one that's very open-minded like when i'm talking and this is talking about just in the family like for an african an african child like a lot of you know the grown-ups and the people in my family are not open-minded at all when i mean just zero zero open-minded mm -hmm. you heard conversation with some of my cousins and it's just like how can you even think, think. like this mm -hmm. and it's 2021 those type of family members you cannot even because one they're going to minimize whatever it is that you're going through you know what i mean so finding that you know that healthy person in that family i feel like in my family or in my in my culture i see a lot of uh adults saying um i don't know like if you are open-minded versus them who you been listening to like you you're not thinking for yourself and no no that's the problem i am i'm not listening to you about everything but you're contradicting not, yourself because you're saying i'm not list i'm not thinking for myself but you want me to you want me to listen to everything you tell me okay because why because you've been on the earth longer than me no something like god gave us our minds to think and why wouldn't we have the mind to think for ourselves yes our parents raise us to or raise us in church or raise us in certain religions, religions. Yeah. you know what i mean and that's perfectly fine however the older you get you have to create your own mind and way of thinking and perspective to get, navigate through life and i feel like personally it is wrong for our parents and our friends and our grandparents really not even friends our parents i say parents like aunts uncles ancestors adults whatever to sit here and tell you that you do not you, you shouldn't do that because that's not how we raised you. That's going to be a different topic. Yes, but let's day. just, let's it. you know, that's you have the mind. Know, yes. like, it, it makes sense. But yes, yes, it's okay to be able to, that's, you can differentiate yourself yeah. from your family. And that includes the way you think. Find that family member. You know the whole point I mean? of it is find that family member or friend who is open-minded and who won't be the person to sit up here and judge you and tell you that's not what you should be doing. You, like she said, you need someone who's just going to listen Acknowledge, acknowledge. And there's three nothing. things: listen, validate, and acknowledge. And That's always, it. next time, just remember: if your friend call you and want to talk to you, ask them, "What is my role in this conversation that we're about to have?" And let them tell you so that you can know how, how to respond, to respond and support. And don't assume that oh, I know exactly what you want me to do or which one, what you um, I want you to hear. So yes, this yeah. was a very wonderful um conversation mm -hmm. um topic don't you think i think so I really um it. just to close out i think one thing um that was out a lot in our generation is suppressing through um work material things and what was the last one we said um I think we mentioned a lot of those stuff like what, what we do like what we spoke about earlier like shopping yeah. working you know, being so indulged in your career. I know, like, yeah, like, just stuff. guys, I just want y'all, because I, I see it all the time, especially on social, social media. 
um, just be very mindful and aware that yes, those things are great to have. And when other people see you, they may perceive you as something or someone that got it all figured out. And to you, it may feel good. It may feel good to have these things. You might be dealing with something crazy and be that person to go, I'm going to buy this $5,000 Chanel bag. Perfectly fine if that's what you choose to do in the moment, but still be aware that healing goes deeper than the surface and the physical things. You know what I mean? Just be very mindful of that or that advancement in the career because you're seen as the star in the job or you're seen as the person who can get the, the, the job done. And it, it does feel good to get that promotion, right? Um, for sure. But even still, that promotion and comes that with more responsibility. It comes with more, so and more stress. You and you suppress it more in life, you know what I mean? Because, you, like she said, you have more of a responsibility and a role within that company and that agency. And so just be aware that these things, um, they don't matter. They don't matter um, more than what's going on with you at all. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think, again, I'm not gonna repeat it, but if it works for you, it works for you by all means. But I don't think bring that, as we always don't bring say, it around us. As we always say, don't you know, this friends. is just family. You know, this mm -hmm. is stuff that we just, you know, we go through, mm -hmm. we're just sharing it. By all means, we're not saying, nope, this is how you should live your life, this is how you should deal with your trauma. It's, that's not what we're saying. We're just inviting you guys into our conversation, yeah. our space on like how we deal with stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and just sharing it because we don't know who out there might be going through the same thing mm -hmm. or maybe might need this. Um, so um, I definitely think that I would love to hear, yeah, you know, you guys' perspective. So what are you guys kind of, doing? You know, what are some of you deal. guys yeah. doing? You to know, heal. you know, what do you see as healing? What do you suppressing. see versus suppressing? Mm -hmm. You know, comments. So we definitely would love to read. If you have any questions, you can DM us. We definitely would love to talk to you guys. So this is the conclusion of thanks our topic. for joining guys please share this video follow us tell a friend to tell a friend to tell that friend that you don't talk to anymore <laughs> to watch our podcast because podcast, we may yes, have some great um, insight for them may, they don't need it they don't need us we just you know just we just want to hear your thoughts yes so thank you so much for tuning in see y'all we will hope to See you guys on the next episode of Sacred, Sacred Life. Life.